0: Happy New Year, team, and welcome to episode one of the Barefoot Coach podcast. Now, this being my very first podcast, I've decided not to edit out any of the parts where I muck up or stuff up, and in fact, today I'm going to enforce the Macarena rule. Now, this isn't my first choice for karaoke, um, therefore, any time that I muck up something, I'm going to just start singing the Macarena, so you will know at home and you can play along, count it as meantime sing along with the Macarena if it's a song you enjoy. For today's podcast, so moving on, we're going to focus on New Year's resolutions. Now before you sharpen your pitchforks and grab your meme generator, don't write off the podcast just yet, we're going to talk a little bit more about what we're actually trying to achieve, which in this case would be changes, something we can use the next 365 days like a weapon to sharpen ourselves a little bit more into the suppose the end goal of what we want to be okay we've all got things that we want to fix things that we want to improve and that's what a new year's resolution should be now the reason they generally fail is they're very vague they don't have a clear definition of what you're actually trying to achieve for me a new year's resolution will look something like I want to be healthier I want to eat less sugar I want to grow a decent beard I want to exercise more so step one for this five-step sort of introduction is we're going to look at what does that actually look like? Define that goal for me, give me a measurement. If you've achieved it in 365 days, what does it look and feel like? Now you can start with the why, okay? What is what is the goal of what, where, oh, here we go. I say the hair, ha, the hair, the heaven to the heaven, it's there, you know I'm a hubby and a boogie and the boogie the beat. Oh, we're back on. Okay, so that's first Macarena down. So why is looking a little bit more in depth as to what it is you really want to achieve? So okay, cool, you've got eat less sugar. Is that because you want to lose 10 kilos? Or is that because you watched that sugar film, freaked out, and now you want to cut it out of your life completely? Do you have the knowledge around what is actually containing sugar? So break the things down a little bit more. What is it you actually want to achieve? Let's be real here. Is it realistic? Well, cutting out complete sugar for 365 days probably isn't wanting to go to the crossfit games this year in your first year of crossfit is probably not realistic either so have a little bit of a look at what is it that is within 365 days you could actually do now i don't mind some bold goals go out there and set some bold goals and be okay with things changing a little bit as you realize and get the knowledge of what is actually possible so define the goal have a clear measurement have a know as to why and be realistic. Now, I'll give you a little bit of an insight into a few goals that I'm trying to achieve. So one of them being this podcast, launching it. Um, I've had this idea for a couple of years to share a little bit of the knowledge and I guess the experiences that I've had within the fitness and health industry over the last 10 years. And it's come a time where I feel like I'm ready to actually do that, bring some experts in, Um, Especially locally, I think there's some really knowledgeable people that I'd like to interview and expand horizons a little bit more than just your basic information. Give you some tools that you can actually use um, to hopefully better your life and improve your health and fitness. Now, for me, that's my why. In terms of defining it, for me, that means 52 podcasts or one each week released every Friday is the goal. Um, In terms of is it realistic? Absolutely. It's going to change, it's going to take some changing, but. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. Second goal I've set myself this year, um, which is a training goal, is 100 days of flipping, I'm calling it. Um, I recently achieved my first backflip uh, late last year, and one of the goals of that is to reinforce that skill so that as I'm moving forward, I could do it at any moment, right? For me, that's always seemed cool as shit. I like the idea of someone just going, hey, Coot, do a backflip, and me just being able to bust one out anytime, any place. So for me, doing one once wasn't really enough. So I set up this challenge of doing one, at least one backflip every single day for 100 days, hoping to progress it along the way as well. Is it realistic? Well, yes, I can do a backflip. Um, is it? What is the why? Because I want to be able to do one at any time, any place. I want to own that skill, same way I own the skill of, say, a muscle-up or a handstand push-up. So looking a little bit more at some common goals we get out there, especially this time of year, might be eat healthier. Okay, so what does that look like for you? Does it mean that you eat at least one meal a day, including vegetables? Does it mean you drink two liters of water a day? If you're eating less sugar, what does that mean? Cutting down from five cans of Coke a day to one could be a goal that you specifically set out for yourself. Why is that goal? Well, it might come back to again because i want to lose 10 kilos this year i want to have some of my health markers improve um, maybe you've got blood tests for that maybe you go out and get some um, i want my clothes to fit better okay cool what clothes do you want to fit into so setting a little bit more of those parameters i want to exercise more is another one we see a lot with people especially this time of year and It may be I want to do three days a week, I want to do classes, maybe you're already exercising but there's certain goals you want to achieve, I want to iron out some weaknesses, maybe I want to do some personal training, maybe there's an event you want to train for that's triggering that exercising more, is it more at certain times of the year, so what is it that you want, really try to get as specific as possible, don't be vague. Next we're moving on to step two, what are the smallest actions possible you can take to build momentum and discipline? for me on the podcast to kick things off, it's getting a microphone for Christmas was the first one. Really, really small action, right? Downloading the software, making notes for the episode so I know what I want to talk about. Building a framework, um, adding a poll into my private group in my gym um, regarding names and what they thought was good out of the options that I would provided. Doing a practice run and testing some of these formats. So for you guys that might be, for example, if you wanted to eat a little bit healthier, say the goal is to eat the veggies like we talked about. Maybe you could go out and purchase the vegetables. Throw out the food that doesn't align with that goal. Maybe chop up the said vegetables ready to go for the prep. Delete the Uber Eats app. Buy a water filter. Lots of different possibilities. Maybe you get a water bottle that's two liters big, right, big jug. So you can chug that down and know that you've drunk in your two liters each day. So what are the smallest possible actions you can take so you can start ticking some goals? The more small victories you have, the bigger victories you can have down the line. It comes back to human psychology. We want to feel like we're having a win. If we start something new that's a little bit scary, we don't want to walk away feeling like a failure before we've even begun. The problem is a lot of people will set out with the extreme approach straight off the back. Say you wanted to be healthier and you've defined that goal as losing a certain amount of weight, maybe fitting your clothes better, exercising a certain amount of times. So immediately it's like I'm going to train six days a week. I'm going to do... Five runs on top of that. I'm going to go out and eat clean three days a week. Through Three days, three meals. A, here we go. I say the hair, ha, the hair, the hair to the heaviest. Sammy, mean, no mama hubby and a boogie and a boogie to beat. Second Macarena. All right, so <laughs> you want to get out. And uh, you so you do all these extreme things. You come up with all these philosophies and ideas. And I say this coming from someone who has done this many times. Um, so I'm right there with you. And what inevitably ends up happening is you take on too much. You've heard the phrase, more money, more problems. Well, in this case, more goals, more actions equals more problems and limited action in the end. So how many small things can you kick things off with, right? How many things can you put in place? And I want you to consider that with your own goals. A simple way with my 100 days of flipping, the small actions is start with backward rolls, right? And the days you're not feeling it, you're not really sure, maybe your confidence is a little bit low with them because, you know, it's kind of scary falling and breaking your neck and, so I start with back rolls then I do some jumps and I just get things flowing a little bit Maybe I do a few mobility drills get my ankles warm And then I try to just do that one singular backflip which for me is without the hands touching the floor Crash mode is fine for now. My goal is to progress from that So they're the small actions for me that will hopefully get the ball rolling on those days um, now in terms of the exercising more maybe you could book in the classes before you start Book all your classes for the week or month or whatever it is. If you haven't even started yet, maybe you could book an intro session with the gym. Um, Maybe you could have your exercise gear laid out, right? You could set reminders on your phone or the fridge or somewhere else you'll see it more often. Start by going for a walk maybe, barefoot of course. Set out to do some squats and push-ups every day. So if you know just something to trigger, something you can trigger each and every day that's almost impossible to fail. And really underline that sentence there, impossible to fail, are what I want for these small actions to kick things off for you. And then just like the snowball rolling downhill, you'll build enough momentum to hopefully lead to bigger actions. Now, step three, what are your barriers? In preparation for long-term habit building, is this realistic is probably something to consider as well as we talked about before. But what are some of those barriers that are gonna get in the way of you doing what you set out to do? So if we go back to my 100 days of flipping, well, it could get injured, it could break a leg somewhere, hopefully not, but that would be pretty, uh, pretty much the end of 100 days of flipping, right? I could lack motivation in some days, let's say it's a rest day, I'm not even heading into the gym, and I haven't got my trusty tra- crash mat, what am I going to do on those days? What if I have holidays? Um, what if there is um, some accountability issues I've got no one to be accountable for? What if the location doesn't suit a backflip? Hopefully at that point. I'm already ready and can backflip anytime, anywhere. Now in terms of the podcast, obviously the things that stopped me in the past, procrastination, laziness, and falling back on that same old excuse of business, training, family commitment, social media, all getting in the way. So they're all things you need to consider along the way when you're trying to prepare yourself for the next stage of what it'll be like to achieve those goals. So I don't want you to avoid things that can go wrong. I want you to basically point them out and make a long list of all the potential things that could happen Um, whether it be the eating healthier goal the exercise more whatever your specific goal is what could get in the way now step four is uh, prepare for the goalposts to be moved and accepting a winding path with a growth mindset over just that pass and fail things always change right stuff's gonna happen throughout the year as we said before there'll be some barriers but potentially as well, your goal may not be what you thought it was. Same result in terms of how you wanted to feel and the achievement you wanted, but maybe not the same measurement. So an example might be if you, came, if you had the goal of basically losing 20 kilos, but you only lost 10. But now when you look back, you think you're actually happier in that 10 kilos. Now maybe there was a mental shift, right? You realize that 20 kilos was actually probably going too far. Maybe it was that you lost body fat percentage, increased muscle mass, and 10 kilos actually gave you the body that you wanted. Maybe along the way you found a love for training and realized that that's all you really needed. You didn't need to lose the full 20 kilos. And so lots of things could change along the way that therefore mean your goal is no longer valid, right? A lot of those definitions that you set out at the beginning of the year, they have now shifted and changed, okay? For me, it could be, let's give the podcast, for example, maybe I decide that vlogs are my thing. Maybe I prefer blog writing over it. Lots of things could potentially shift there. On the 100 days of flipping, maybe I find after 30 days, I actually feel like I've achieved the mastery necessary, and maybe I don't want to progress further than a backflip. I don't want to do other things. That's all I really wanted to do. So there's lots of things that could change, and I think you just need to consider some of those along the way and be okay with that. Now, the past fail mindset you'd be hell bent on making sure that you do exactly what you set out to do. I have to get those 20 kilos and all of a sudden the feeling of failure stops you from taking further actions and you lose all the progress that you built up over that whole 365 days. So be prepared for the goalposts to move means being prepared that you may not have actually achieved what you set out but you grew a lot along the way and you really know what you want from life now. And finally, step five is breaking down your goals into stages or checkpoints along the way. Now, whether that is rewarding yourself along the way at different times, or maybe it's just, for example, that you want to check in to see if things have changed at different times. Like we said, will the goalpost change in three months, six months, have things changed with work, with family commitments, or different things in life that might get in the way that now 100 days of flipping is no longer relevant. Um, Lots of things could happen, or it could be along the way, after 30 days, I want to progress to a front flip. Maybe on my podcast, after successfully achieving 30 episodes, I treat myself to a little holiday. There's lots of potential things that you could do, whether it's a reward or whether it is looking at a change of pace, or finally, whether it is progressing the goal, doing a little bit more or doing a little bit less. You can ramp up or you can also wind down, depending on what is serving you better at the time. What you're enjoying what you want more of Um, i think that's the problem is people always expect it to be more right i trained three days a week for the last six months now i naturally am going to progress to five maybe three days a week suits you perfectly or maybe you know that doing five days a week is going to get you better results it just depends on you and where you're at in your journey at this time all right so the next part we're going to move on to is a few tools you can use along the way okay things that hopefully help give you a few backups um to help you achieve what you set out so the jar of awesomeness is the first one we'll touch on and that's from tim ferris in the tools of titans excellent book if you haven't read it already and it's really a reflection tool it takes notes of the little wins conquered you know along the way a lot of times what will happen is we get so focused on that end goal um and along the way we have all these little checkpoints and things that we've ticked off as we discussed before but we forget We forget really quickly we forget that when we started say a new fitness regime, squatting with a bar felt really heavy and scary. And then all of a sudden we're disappointed because we can't hit 100 kilos. And so the goal is to kind of relive a few of those moments and give yourself a few more pats on the backs along the way that you can really go back and have a nice little reflection on. Now that might mean that you recheck some of these in 6 months, 12 months or just when you need it most. So what you're going to go out and do is physically get yourself a jar, rip up a whole little small bits of paper or fold the paper down whatever you want to do and along the way as you get these little wins write down and scribble down some notes now it could be very specific like for example uh, today i pb my squat or today i ate three meals with vegetables and i felt great whatever it is specific to your goal not specific it doesn't matter did you achieve something awesome today it could be just a little reminder you are having a really good mindset day and you're seeing things a little bit differently and you're right right to your future self Just keep going. You can do this. It could be that you just had a really epic day and you just want to write down, had an epic day today. The date is blah, 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 and this is what happened. And that way, when you sit back, either when you read it when you need it most or at the end of your year, you can reflect a little bit deeper on things rather than just, I achieved X, Y, Z. I passed or failed with this. You go back and look at all the different growth that happened and relive all those moments and let them reinforce again what is important and reinforce where the journey has taken you that i think is really really important along the way so jar of awesomeness for me is definitely something we're going to be doing as a household and potentially something we're going to be doing um, in the gym as well so really excited for that one now the second second tool is building your backup plans a b c and d and as far to infinity and beyond as far as you want to go with it so, the more pl- backup plans you have, the better. This goes back to what we were talking about before in terms of some of the barriers to entry and some of the potential roadblocks you're going to hit. Now, the more plans you have, obviously, the better because lots of shit can go down across the course of a year. You know, just because one solution works one time doesn't mean it'll work again. Motivation is a pretty slim commodity, it doesn't necessarily last very long. It's one of those things, you know, where you watch. motivational video and you get really pumped up and you're fired up and you're like oh i wish i was at the gym right now and then you think tomorrow i'm going to use that and then sure enough your alarm goes off at 5am and you hit the snooze button 10 times and nothing actually happens that day or you're really tired after work and you're thinking where did that motivation go from the uh the 30 minute video i watched yesterday when i was chest bumping and ready to rock and roll and it's because motivation is fleeting Now, discipline, on the other hand, is something that is built around good plans and backup plans. So if you're looking at meal prepping as an example, right? Part of your goal is to eat healthier. Well, what happens when you don't feel like doing it? What happens when you're hungover on a Sunday and you do not feel like cooking anything? Well, maybe, for example, you could cook more, right? So do two weeks' worth on one week. Maybe you could have a meal service outside of, bit more expensive but it's an option if you need it maybe there's a restaurant down the road that you know gives you a really good meal option um, for those days when you are hungover or where you don't want a meal prep maybe you could talk to your partner about them potentially stepping in if needed and you just keep going down the list what are all the different ways you could do it maybe you could pay somebody to do your meal prep for you so building as many backup plans as possible so in that case in the chaos scenarios you're able to go through and really still make sure that you can get what you need to get done number three is your fitness bucket list and this is obviously more specific to to fitness and health but the goal here is to look at all the things you would like to achieve if failure was not an option okay so if your goal is to exercise more excellent where is that going to lead okay what is it you would like to achieve is it to do your first crossfit competition is it to run a marathon do a spartan race maybe you'd like to conquer a mountain So looking at your physical body and what it's capable of right now versus looking in the future, if you put in the work and that, what would you like to potentially be able to achieve? So have a little bit of a think about that. Make a list. It doesn't have to be for the year. It could be long term as well. And then each year you can break down a new one and set new goals for the future. Okay, but try to be as creative as possible. Look at stuff that gets the fire burning a little bit and that you'd really feel a sense of achievement from going through that journey to to conquering it. And the final one we've got is a little bit of a combination. It involves the accountability challenge and also your rings of support. And I think this is really important, the rings of support in particular, because people don't want to talk about their goals or their resolutions for fear that they won't achieve them, okay, or that they'll change them or that they won't follow through. And so they keep them to themselves. And the problem is that you have so many potential resources surrounding you and good people that will help back you up but they can't help you unless they know. And the people that don't back you up, well, they're just gonna be a little bit of fuel to prove them wrong as well. So first ring would be your immediate family and those you talk to daily. Technology you use daily. Most of us use our smartphones way more than we should. What are some ways that we can set reminders, for example, our alarms, or before we go to bed, or at different times throughout the day to give us a reminder, have you done X, Y, Z today? How's the day going so far with this? Maybe you can download something like the app like Wonderlist, where you could tick things off along the way and set yourself a task for that day relating to your goals. Think about your immediate family, your partner, your children, people that you know you're going to see often. How can you bring them into the conversation? The second ring is going to be your training buddies, friends you see often, maybe even co-workers. Sometimes you spend longer with them as well. And again, rather than that conversation of, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Hey, how are you? Well, yeah, I'm going really well, actually. I'm working towards this goal at the moment, making some pretty big changes um, and feeling great. What are you What are you hoping to achieve this year? Bring them into the conversation as well so you can support each other through new goals. And the goal is to build these rings out as far as possible so you've almost got like these people to help drag you out of the deep hole you might get into later when things aren't going as well as you'd hoped. The third ring, spreading out a little bit further, might be Uh, weekly to monthly pals people that you see you know not as often but you still have deep conversations with you still value their friendships family members grandparents etc cousins the list goes on but the goal is to essentially not be afraid to talk about these goals and set yourself all these potential accountability markers and people to help remind you of what's important and what you're actually trying to achieve so rather than going to your family dinner and getting poo-pooed because you don't want to eat certain foods they completely understand and they're on board. And then basically combined with that is the accountability challenge. And this can be done at any time when you feel like you really need to swing the sword a little bit. You need something to get out of that rut. Maybe you've had some really good progress and the progress is stalled a little bit and you're just ready to have a crack. Now this could be making a statement, might be on social media, it might be uh, putting a a post-it note on the fridge to let your whole family know what you're gonna go out and achieve. And you give yourself maybe a time limit and you do everything in your power to get as close as possible to it. As an example, I've done this in the past with what I talked about before, my backflip. I set a, a goal, essentially, to give myself a week. I knew physically I was capable, but mentally there was a block there, fear there of failure and also potential broken neck. So I set out a, a basically an intention that I had a week to do it, otherwise I was gonna um, ski erga a half marathon, which was in no way on any possible list of my goals. No thank you very much. So basically what I'd set out um, to do is do the backflip. I set out, sort out experts, which I should have sought out earlier and managed to achieve it on the Sunday, which was literally the day of the seventh day. Now, good chances if I had just said, oh, I hope to achieve a backflip in, I don't know, maybe three months, probably wouldn't have happened. So by setting that intention, I basically use that accountability to challenge myself to get something a little bit more and take my capabilities, which I knew it was possible and actually go out and do it so set yourself an accountability challenge what's something you know you're close to you're so close but you just don't quite have the right atmosphere there's not enough riding on it maybe it's you're maybe you're motivated by a financial game so maybe it's you know hey um hey barefoot coach i'm going to give you a hundred dollars unless i achieve this xyz in this amount of time right and then if obviously if you don't achieve it i become a hundred dollars richer if you do, well, you keep your money and you've got a new new goal achieved there as well to tick off. So have a little bit of a think about that and somewhere you can use it um, when you feel like you really need it. So that's pretty much it for today guys. Um, hopefully lots more with these sort of things. Change is a big topic and definitely something that is not easy. You know remember you've done thousands of repetitions, thousands of thought patterns, thousands of actions that have led you to the current behavior. So the trick is to just keep sticking at it. I know sometimes it feels a bit helpless. Hopefully with some of these strategies and some of these tools you find it a little bit easier Um, and hopefully uh, you'll continue listening in the future for more of the same. We're going to bring you some really interesting experts along the way, some really interesting people Um, and just hear stories similar to yours, stuff that you can apply to your own journey Um, and hopefully you'll hear a lot less Macarena um, in the future from me as well because that was horrible, I'm sure, to hear on the other end. Thanks for tuning in, guys and looking forward to another 51 episodes this year to come. All the best, much love, The Barefoot Coach.